Good morning, and welcome to Drawing the Morning. This is Stuart McClellan, the pastor of the Altoona Bible Church. We are conveniently located at Union Avenue and 31st Street on Route 36, the Columbia Park section of Altoona. We hope that this broadcast will help you think on the things of the Lord as you prepare your heart for ministry among the saints today. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible study. Listen now as the Altoona Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with a song entitled Glorious Day.
Have you ever felt unsure? When you are taking a test, you think you know the answers, but you are not certain. You make a few guesses, hoping for the best. Sometimes you're not sure you'll even pass. Maybe you've been lost in the woods, not sure of your way. Are you going the right direction or only getting further away from the destination? Did you pass that fallen tree a little while ago? Are you going in circles? It's agonizing not to be sure. We can't be sure of our possessions either. A young man made the last payment on his car only to wreck it in an accident the very first night it was truly his. That prized possession of yours might be lost or stolen. You can't be sure. Even our homes may be suddenly be demolished. An ex-paratrooper, Jesse Taylor, was driving towards Topeka, Kansas one summer day when he noticed a strong wind and low and dark ominous clouds. Driving as quickly as possible to his home in Topeka, he gathered his family together and took them to the basement garage. As they huddled in their station wagon, they saw their house being violently ripped away. Over 1,600 homes were blown away or smashed to pieces in that one tornado. The old cynic said, You can't be certain of anything in your life but death and taxes. Yes, death is certain, but the time of death is uncertain. I'm young, you say, and death is years away. Don't be too sure. Young people die every day from disease and accidents. A young man went for a ride with his buddy in a small plane. They both had great plans for the future. The plane crashed. Both were killed. We can't be sure when death will come. Life is full of uncertainties, but praise God there are certainties too. And one of them is Lord Jesus Christ died for us and rose again. And now he is waiting to live his life and anyone who receive him as Savior from sins. We can be certain about being saved. First John 5.13 says, These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that you might have eternal life. Michael Faraday discovered electromagnetism and proved the principle of electrical induction, which is the basis for our modern telephone system. Magnetizing a ray of light which led eventually to the invention of the electric light by Thomas Edison was another of his great discoveries. As Michael Faraday lay dying, people wanted one last word from the brilliant scientists. What are your speculations, they asked. Speculation, said the scientist, I have none. I'm resting on certainties. And then he quoted his favorite Bible verse, 2 Timothy 1.12. I know whom I believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I've committed unto him against that day. When we come to Christ believing that he paid for our sins and receiving him as our personal Savior, we become the sons of God. God says so in his word in Romans 8:16 the spirit himself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God can we like Michael Faraday be certain and sure of our salvation we certainly can and you can also know that you're a member of God's family and you're on your way to heaven if you've accepted Lord Jesus Christ as your personal savior listen now as Eddie Piper sings for us this lovely song blessed assurance
Listen, join the morning, which is presented each Sunday at this same time by the Altoona Bible Church. We begin with our Sunday school hour at 9.30. Then at 10.45, we all gather in the main auditorium for our morning worship service. We invite you to listen or to watch our church services. Our services are on Facebook Sunday at 11 o'clock and 7 p.m. and Wednesday night at 7.15 p.m. We invite you to visit our website at www.altunabible.org. Also, we're on the Johnstown Altoona Access Channels 9 and 14. And there are services available on the local radio stations on Sunday at 11 o'clock, 12 noon, and 7 p.m. If you have any questions concerning our church services, please call the church office at 942-2131. Listen now as Jeremy Hetrick plays for the trumpet this wonderful song, Lord, I Lift Your Name on High. 
police court annals tell the story of a young man who registered at one of the leading hotels in New York City in the early 1900s. He wrote down one of the most famous names in the United States, and the hotel clerk was very differential to him. He had an air of being to the manner born. When packages began to arrive from several large clothing stores and jewelry store, the hotel received them and paid the accounts. After a few days, the time for settling the bill came, and the young man brushed them off with excuses. This went on for a short period of time, but eventually the suspicion of the hotel manager was aroused. He notified the police, and a quiet investigation revealed the startling fact that the famous man, after whom name the young man had written Junior on the register, never had in fact a son. The young man, confronted by the authorities, put on the air of bravado. He insisted that there was some mistake. Finally, it became necessary to take him down to Wall Street to the office of the well-known millionaire. The latter walked into the room and looked at the culprit. He simply said, I've never laid eyes on this young man before in all my life. That sealed the doom of the imposter. Multitude who claim that God is their father are just as guilty as this young man. In order to address the creator of the universe, his father and individual must have been made a member of God's family by putting his trust in the sacrifice of the Lord Jesus Christ. No one else has the right to claim God as father and therefore no one has the right to approach him in prayer. But when we have been saved through his grace then we can find that we can make known our request because he is only a prayer away. Listen now as John and Penny Harris sing for us this beautiful song entitled, I Have a Peace.
once again this Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. Our doors will be open here at the Altoona Bible Church. Time now for a Bible study portion for our broadcast. And this morning, the topic of our Bible study is Rightly Dividing the Word of Truth, Peace with God versus the Peace of God. Colossians chapter 3, verse 15. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to the which also you are called in one body, and be thankful. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Peace on earth, Luke 2.14, is not being fulfilled today in the dispensation of God's grace. It will be literally fulfilled in the millennial kingdom reign of Christ. Peace with God, Romans 5.1, that is salvation. The peace of God in Colossians 3.15 and Philippians 4.6 and 7 is different than peace with God. What are some of the differences between peace with God and the peace of God? All believers have peace with God because they are justified by faith. But not all believers have the peace of God. It is there for them to experience, but they don't have it because they are not following God's instruction in His Word. One may have peace with God without experiencing the peace of God. Peace with God describes the, the state between the believer and God. The peace of God describes the condition, the spiritual condition within believers. Philippians chapter 4 verse 6. In the original Greek language, the words which are at the beginning of the sentence, that is where the emphasis is placed. The first word in Philippians 4 6 is the word nothing. Be careful is in the command mood. It is not a suggestion, but it's a command. Be careful means to be anxious, to be troubled with care. This same word was used of Martha, and it's translated the word careful in Luke chapter 10, verse number 41. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things. Notice, careful and troubled about many things. We are not to worry about something. We are to pray. We are literally to stop worrying. And just think about the entomology of the word worry. The word worry comes from the Middle English to slay, to kill, or injure by biting and shaking the throat. It's from the Old English to strangle. Mary Mims Webster's dictionary definition of the word worry is to harass by tearing, biting, or snapping, especially at the throat, in the the dialect of the word again is to choke, it's to strangle. When we worry, this is exactly what it does to our joy. It chokes or strangles out the joy that we can experience and have as believers. The peace of God is the antidote for worry and anxiety. The peace of God which replaces anxiety in the life of the prayerful believer is impossible to experience unless one already has the peace with God through faith alone in the Lord Jesus Christ. Philippians 4, 7, the word keep, shall keep, is a military term and it means to guard or to keep. In Colossians chapter 3, verse number 15, the word rule is again a command. 
It's not a suggestion. It is a command. It's an athletic term which refers to an umpire. It means to control, to decide. Let the peace of God rule umpire in your hearts. Also, we know that we are to be at peace among ourselves. 1 Thessalonians 5.13, 2 Corinthians 13.11, and Romans chapter 12, verse number 18. Think of the words to the hymn, Like a River Glorious. In stanza one, like a river glorious is God's perfect peace. Over all victorious in its bright increase. Perfect yet it floweth full every day. Perfect yet it groweth deeper all the way. And the refrain in that beautiful hymn is, Stayed upon Jehovah, hearts are fully blessed. Finding as he promised, perfect peace and rest. Do you have peace with God? That's Romans 5.1. That's salvation. Therefore, being justified by faith, we, the believer, not the world, not the unsaved world, the believer has peace with God. And you can only have true peace with God if you know the Lord Jesus Christ, your personal Savior. And again, you do not make this peace. God made this peace for you through the blood of the cross, Lord Jesus Christ, Colossians chapter 1. And this is a blessing. This is one of the spiritual blessings we receive at the moment of our salvation. That's peace with God. Do you have the peace of God? And you can only experience the peace of God if you're a believer and have peace with God. And to have that peace of God, Philippians 4, 6, you have to stop worrying and you have to commit everything to the Lord in prayer. As our community, our state, our world continues to deal with COVID-19 pandemic. Christian friend, are you experiencing the peace of God while the world is experiencing turmoil or chaos or mayhem over the pandemic? If you as a believer, you should be experiencing the peace of God and you should then be demonstrating to that peace to other people. And the unsaved world will look at you and wonder, how can you be at peace when everything seems to be in this turmoil, in this chaos, this upheaval? Because you're at peace. Because you've known the Lord as your personal Savior. That's peace with God. And then you're experiencing the peace of God. The only way of salvation, Ephesians 2, 8, 9 tells, For by grace are you saved through faith and not of yourselves. It's a gift of God. It's not of works, lest any man should boast. Do you know the Lord Jesus Christ, your personal Savior? Are you in turmoil because of this pandemic? You can have true peace with God by faith alone in the finished work of the cross. Won't you trust Him right now, right where you're at, before it's eternally too late? Because if you leave this world, you, there's no salvation out there. It's a Christless eternity. It's without Christ for all eternity. Trust Him right now, right where you're at. God will save you now throughout all eternity. And upon death, you will go to be with Him in heaven. listening to join the morning from the Altoona Bible Church. 
we trust that you've received a real spiritual blessing from this broadcast. It is our prayerful desire that you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior. So until we meet again by radio, this is Pastor Stuart McClellan wishing you God's best for now and for eternity. Just see.